0: We've bellied up to the bar today. We have brought all the Zen energy that we need. We brought the mother of all the Zen rabbits. We've brought a podcast host. We've brought a networking ninja, all those kind of different things that I can think of right now that I can add to this conversation. But finally, and and you know what, and why I say they're networking ninja, because we wouldn't have met June aid who was a great guest. If it wasn't for this person, And we kept saying, we're going to figure out a time to make this happen. So we figured it out. We brought to us, bellying up to the bar with us today, Miss Lori Seitz. Look at that, Lori. You got applause and everything.
1: Hi, I love love it. it. Thank you.
0: See, you didn't know you were getting all them applause. Nate's already joined us. Nate, what's going on, brother? Uh, The most loyal of, of all of our folks. Uh, Nate. So look, folks, if you're finding us through Laurie uh, and Laurie, the link worked for LinkedIn. So people on her side can see this. This is the first time we've done this where we can have the guest can actually link their their pages with our pages. So you're seeing this live stream through Laurie. If you're finding us, please like share, follow all those things that you watch during your kids shows that they that they say at the bottom. It means actually something to us. Go follow Laurie and Zen Rabbit. Come follow us. This is how people find these stories. This is how we all get found. Share it all over all your yard sale sites until you get kicked off of all of them. Cause that's the important thing is how many of those yard sale sites can we get kicked off of? I haven't got kicked off of any yet, at least as far as I know, but we're open. The bar's is happening. Uh, while I'm getting ready to do, do our house cleaning real quick. As always, folks, if this is the first time you've seen us, or maybe you've been around for a while, we have the big board sticker in a cause. If you have something you're supporting, something you believe in, Maybe you have your own podcast. You're your own business coach or whatever it is that you do. I don't care if it's a Girl Scout troop that you're promoting. If you've got a sticker, reach out to us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, everything. Even our email is the Above the Bar Podcast. That's at Gmail. Reach out. Let me know what it is. I'll give you the address where to send it. You send me the sticker and every Wednesday I'll read about you as we put the sticker on the big board so you can get some free advertising. You can get some people out there. Now, maybe uh, your media seems like it's been in meditation for way too long and it needs to come out and come back to to its own Zen moment. Well, that's why we got Media by Dibs and you can reach out to Dibs on Facebook or you can reach out to him on Instagram at D-I-B-S, that's Media by Dibs. Or if you go on LinkedIn, it's Andrew Dibble, D-I-B-B-L-E, and you let him know that you're there to belly up to the bar. He's going to give you a free consultation on your media and a 10% discount on your first order. That is media by dibs. All right, Miss Laurie. It's all done. The bar's all open.
1: How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Great to be here finally. This has been finally. so long in coming. I was thinking about it. You know, it was an entire year ago. Was it really? Yes, because I had to step out for something that was happening at the end of March last year.
0: Oh wow. So well, I'm glad that it finally happened. We're gonna we're gonna get it very meditation zen and i know i got my phone in my hand because i'm trying to send this out to all these different sites here so people can find us and find laurie so they can get to their zen moment but uh so what's new for you i mean we're still doing all the networking and all that and speaking engagements and yeah
1: all the things and even more now
0: so (laughs) what what, and more and and look folks laurie's got if you're if you're listening to this and you're like well what is zen rabbit Look, go to zenrabbit.com. You can find all these links to all the things that Laurie does, and you can find her on all the social media. She's everywhere. And sites, if if you're listening to this, is S-A-I-T-Z, sites. Trust me because I asked beforehand of everything because you all know I can't pronounce anything.
1: Yeah, you did very well with that.
0: Thank you. So (laughs) what else you got new going on?
1: Okay, well, I don't know where to start. I mean, networking, so gratitude, networking, networking, to, you know, I'm on. here's the thing. I'm on a mission to teach the world to be calm and grounded, no matter what's going on around them. And then there are a lot of different ways that I, 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 uh, strive to accomplish that.
0: That's a big ask. Now yeah. that's, it's interesting because you, uh, and I've looked at stuff You you talk about, you know, even the highest achievers need to find ways to ground themselves, take a moment, but and we, I ask that as the name of this. Why do high achievers need coaches? Why do high achievers, people at that level, we all think about them in the sense that, you know, I, I'll, cause the McDonald's classic was, was just this past weekend for basketball. You know, there's LeBron James. I think about LeBron James. Like, that guy's got it together. But I've also seen him lose his mind on a basketball court. Why do people at that level of achievement still need that coaching and that, that level?
1: Because we all, we- need to like, we don't see the, um, our own blind spots. So for example, and you may have heard this analogy before a fish doesn't know that it's in water. That's all it knows. So we, again, can't see our own blind spots, no matter how high of an achiever you are. I'm pretty sure that Tony Robbins has a coach. Like, do you think everybody has a coach? I, I bet he does. Or he has a mastermind or some kind of peer strategy, people helping that. him. I think everybody, and I I learned this lesson again fairly recently. I won't work with a coach who doesn't have a coach.
0: That's that, – tell me about that because I'm very curious about that. It's I, the, the blind
1: p- spot thing. They can't – you can read all the books and listen to all the podcasts and consume all the content you want about improving yourself, but you, can't, you still can't see where you might be lacking or where you, where you could improve, whereas somebody else could come in and see it immediately and say, hey, you know, this might be holding you back. You, you, you consider trying this, this way of doing things. It's like every edit, every, no matter how good a writer you are, someone needs to edit that. Someone needs to proofread it and edit it.
0: Same I thing. I have chat GPT for that.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, somebody I'm still needs to edit and I'm joking. <laughs> copy, yeah. copy, proof that proof, right. copy, whatever it is. Yeah.
0: You're right. You know, it, and Kristen, who Kristen, thank you for uh, making a comment. This is, she's our first ever linked comment. Look at that. Nice. Uh, she says, to, she says he sh- for sure has a coach or a group of peers. I would agree with that. I guess we, you know, and it's such an interesting thought because that's where when I was thinking about coming, talking with you, you know, we do think at that level that, well, they've got it figured out. They don't need somebody.
1: You know, I was just having this conversation. I think it was with a podcast guest uh, yesterday or today about humans are humans. Like we think, everybody else has it all together and we're the only ones who don't. But the truth is no one, regardless of your status or celebrity, has it all figured out. We all think, and social media is great at helping us feel this way, that everybody else has it figured out. But look at the highest, highest achievers or celebrities who have, Taking their own life for example like some place they felt inadequate
0: yeah yeah i'm a big anthony bourdain fan you know uh what's his name dave chappelle does a whole joke about you know a buddy who just life was trash and you know all these things happened to him and here's anthony bourdain with the greatest what we would consider the greatest job in tv history travel around eat stay in places and you know booze up and everything else and he took his life
1: well, that's the thing. Yeah. We from the outside looking in think he had it all. Right. But what did he feel? Obviously, he felt differently. And what was his soul trying to tell him? So, in my podcast, find is a four letter word. I've spent a lot of time this past season, season three, talking to people who have taken sabbaticals. And yeah. And, really? and, yeah. And so, some of them are like really amazing. Well, no. I, backup. They're all really amazing, (laughs) cool people. And some of them have been in high level corporate positions where from the outside, it looked like they had everything. And yet their soul was crying for something more, for growth in a different direction.
0: Now, I'm going to ask this question, might sound silly, but when I think of sabbatical, I give, I have a very like uh, crocodile Dundee walk about, you know, disappear. What are some of the things that people are, that you talk to are doing in that level that they're like, yeah, this is what I did to, to kind of walk away from it all.
1: Yeah. Well, so Shelly Paxton was the CMO of Harley Davidson and she wrote a book called soul Batical. And she left and she took a year off and she traveled around Europe and she traveled around um, other parts of the world, not, not exclusively. She spent a significant amount of time back here in the States. Uh, but it, it's interesting. So one of the questions I, I have asked some of my guests is what's the difference between a sabbatical and a vacation? And pretty much all of them have returned with some form of a sabbatical is a time to focus inward. And ask questions of yourself. And a vacation is more where you're out doing activities and outwardly focused, you know, running around visiting different um, tourist attractions, if you will. And but the sabbatical is really time to get quiet and listen to what is your inner inner voice. I talk about what is that telling you?
0: Now that you know, you're we're talking about high level achievers. And, and this kind of is the other side of that. I couldn't take a year off of work. I, I, my my, fi- my American financial status, if I said to my, my employer, like, I'm taking a year off for sabbatical, I will return, I wouldn't have a job. And within probably 90 days, I will have blown through a lot of money and be- need to work. So what are some of the things that you suggest for the average, either entrepreneur, that person that's in there? How they can
1: do the same thing? Yeah, well, not you don't need to take a year off, and and okay. I actually asked Shelly that question of what would you say to those people, and it was she worked with her financial advisor to figure out how to be able to do that. So I think the question first of all is how can I instead of just firing off I can't do that. How can That's I? What I got to do, and then maybe it's taking. I took a month in last August. I took a month and I did a a road trip sabbatical with my 19 year old cat and (laughs) we stayed, we stayed in a few hotels, but mostly with friends. And then I also rented an Airbnb cottage for 10 days. So I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't even close to 10,000, you know, it wasn't like thousands and thousands of dollars. You figure out how to, how can you make it work? And then even beyond that it doesn't even have to be like necessarily a long time away what about a long weekend or what about making it's i think it's more difficult to do a sabbatical like that from when you're still at home like a staycation sabbatical kind of thing because you have too many other things around you to distract you but it could be done because i came back from my sabbatical and have been creating this program called living the sabbatical life What is that? Which does not require a month or a year off. It's allowing yourself space and time every day or as close to every day as possible to recharge your batteries. Because we, especially as Americans, have been conditioned to believe that hard work leads to success. And the only way to get to success is to work hard, hustle 24 7. That's Don't the key.
0: We'll take a break. You gotta no. every day. You know, if, if you're if you're not finding something to fill your time with, whether it's, it, 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 you're absolutely. I just recently had this conversation with somebody where they were like, they need to be twenty four seven. They need to be, and I'm like, you'll burn. You'll right. burn out And then you'll hate it, and then you'll have accomplished nothing.
1: And beyond just hating it, your health will be not great your relationships will be not great. And (laughs) thank you, Kristen.
0: (laughs) Kristen's over here. Preach, Lori, preach.
1: Yes. Uh, So at what cost are you doing that? And so we, especially high achievers have been trained to, you know, take a, take a break, recharge, rest after the work is finished. Right. But the work is never finished.
0: It never ends. Well, have you ever looked into like the European work schedule? Yeah. I I recently with an employer I was working with in my my day job, um, great guy. He works for a railroad company that's owned by a Spanish company, but has a major footprint in India. Mm-hmm. And he was like, from an American mindset, he's like, We can't we don't get anything accomplished. I'm like, Well, what do you mean? He's like, bro, the Spanish take almost a month off. There's like a whole month where they're not. Yeah. It's like a holiday. I'm like, really? How, how do they do it? He's like, it's like a whole month. He goes, and in India, every week there's a holiday. Every week there's a holiday. So every week somebody's missing. He's like, I can't get nothing accomplished. But I'm listening to you, I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm hearing his conversation. It's very different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We are the anomaly in the world. That's we think the our way is the way. The rest of the world looks at us as insane, right? Like, what do you mean you're taking your computer on vacation with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, like I, I, would. Yeah, well, why not? I, I've got my tablet. I, I, I got to check have, in. Yeah, I got to see. what No,
1: you're no, yeah, have, you never get char- time to recharge. And yeah, what Kristen is saying here about cultivating the habits of daily recharge—that. It it increases your performance. It Im- increases, it improves your health. All of the those good things. It's like if you had your phone and it was on low battery, you know, it pops up at twenty mine is 20%. 20% it pops up yep. It says low battery. And you you go, ugh, it's on low battery and you throw it in the corner and you don't plug it in, and you come back tomorrow morning and you expect it to be at a hundred percent charge. That's not how it's, we do the we do that with ourselves though. Yeah. I worked fifteen hours today, let's say, and um, and I went to sleep, but you know, sleep is not recharging. It is, but it's not.
0: It's no, like I get what you're saying.
1: Resting, but it's not necessarily recharging. It's not um, fueling your joy.
0: Yeah, it's it's just keeping you alive.
1: Yeah, exactly. And most people aren't even getting enough sleep to, in that regard, either. But. So we do the same things for ourselves. We don't recharge our battery and wonder why everybody's burned out and overwhelmed.
0: That's a great point. Like today was a PTO day for me. I took a day of PTO, I had some stuff to do. I still took an hour call with a coworker to help them with a situation. And I think I, if I wouldn't have took that call, I'd have felt bad not helping them out because somebody asked for my assistance. And I'm thinking, all right, I'll I'll take this call. I'll help them out. They've got a situation. I know I can help them. You know, you'll appreciate this, Lord. I should. I, we discussed a SWOT analysis. We did a SWOT <laughs> analysis today. I I was okay. like, why don't we do a SWOT analysis to see where we're at with this and how we can help this client? And, and they were like, yeah, I haven't done this in a long time. I'm like, you yeah, know, we 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 can do that. You know, we'll we'll make that happen. And and I got to. Kristen brings up a great point. And yet we hear corporate culture is so focused on efficiency, right? I'm- I'm curious with all the stuff you talk about with gratitude, meditation, you know, we're talking about, uh, sabbaticals, whether they be long, short, what is your feelings on the four day work week?
1: Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of feelings around four day work week, whatever. Cause what, if you have four day work week, but now you're working 12 hours a day.
0: Well, they're ten, four mm-hmm. tens. four tens is, is what this, what it's. That's the pushes, the four, 10 hour uh work week. So yeah, I every mean weekend is a three-day weekend or four-day three-day weekend.
1: I think there are benefits and drawbacks to it because even like are you are people still gonna be expected to, you know, check in on the fifth or sixth day? Are they really gonna be able to unplug and go recharge and take that time on those three days that they're not working? Like that's not how our culture functions so make it four day work week, but it, is it really like, (laughs) you know, we're supposed to technically have eight hour work days, right. And people are still getting on the computer or responding to emails at 10 o'clock at night.
0: Absolutely. So you can
1: say whatever you want about four day work weeks. I don't, is it really going to make a difference?
0: But now I'm going to flip that on its ear. Is it those of us who we work in a, office culture we we see that and say well i'm still going to check my email this that and the other but what about the person who works in assembly line manufacturing or something along those lines like i i just talked to a client recently they are looking for a maintenance guy friday saturday sunday 12 3 3 12 hour shifts 36 hours but paying 40
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he gets four days off a week Mm-hmm. so you know they're they're kind of like we're gonna pack it in you're gonna get your hours but you're also gonna have four days off yeah so is it something that maybe wouldn't work for folks like you and i because of where we're at space wise because they can stick us with our office right here
1: <laughs> right
0: oh you uh why didn't you answer your phone i know you got your cell phone on you you, mm-hmm. you have your, your electric leash as we used to call it yeah uh, i love that electric leash. we know where you're at um but would it work for the laborer better? Because I think we lose focus on that person a lot. I think that person is forgotten in the culture. I'm a big, I'm a big trades person, I believe, very yeah. happy in the trades. But I think we lose them in a lot of this. What are your thoughts there?
1: I, I, was, you know, I was reading an article recently about that. And so what happens, the, the assembly line, for example, needs to keep moving. So how do you, you know, do do you have like a rotating number of people who are working every, you know, four days or you overlap? How how does that? Yeah. Overlapping. Um, yeah, maybe, but, or are we giving them now three days to go work a second job?
0: And And that would probably be most of their mindsets. If, if I have four day, if I have four days off, well, I can go work, you know, another job I can work. I hate I hate the term side hustle. what was it? My hustle, my side hustle. Yeah. I mean, second right. job. I mean your second job? You work two jobs. Mm-hmm. Call it what it is. I don't know why right. we need new terms for shit. It's you work two jobs. Yeah. You know, many, many of us had parents that did that. You know, they work two jobs to make ends meet.
1: Yeah. Well, right. My dad had a uh, he did kind of have a side hustle because he had his own he worked and then he had his own like little business on the side that he would do at night and on weekends kind of thing.
0: Right. So he had a second job. Dad had a second job. But, <laughs> see, that dad had a second job. But today we call it a side hustle. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, right? I think it was a job as you have to like check in with somebody and whatever. He was running his own deal, but...
0: He was an entrepreneur. He was. That's awesome. But would, now I got to ask that and then that brings up this question. Is that where you learned your entrepreneurial spirit?
1: I guess so. I have to say yes, because I don't know where else I would have gotten it. Like there were... I don't, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that brings up this question then. How long have you been on your own? Like at, like Laurie running Lori's show? How long? Yeah, have you been
1: 2003.
0: So that's when Zen Rabbit started.
1: Zen Rabbit started in 2003. It was Zen Rabbit baking company. And I was making a product called the gratitude cookie. This is how we got into the gratitude. You can talk about that if you want. Um, yeah. The gratitude cookie was based on a family recipe. And
0: gratitude yeah, I'm
1: gratitude what? cookies, kind of a cross between a butter and a sugar cookie rolled out really thin. People would ask me if they had crack in them because they were so good, so good, addictive. Well, what happened to those? Well, so I ran that business for 11 years and- I, it was never my intention to be like the next Mrs. Fields. Like, yes, I had cookie product, right. but I have a background in marketing. So my focus, my idea was to create a way for businesses to say thank you to their clients and the referral sources.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Yeah. And so really cool packaging, customized with clients' logo and all of that good stuff and colors. Uh, but I couldn't scale it the quite the way I wanted to. And so I ended up shutting it down after 11 years of Hey, if I just do this, if I just go to this trade show, if I just send out this direct mail piece, if I just do this if thing, I, if, I,
0: if I, if I, if I,
1: yeah, everything will turn around and it didn't.
0: So, so I finally you,
1: decided to, yeah.
0: So where does that shift? So how do we go from gratitude cookies to, I mean, podcasting? And again, folks, if you're, if you're just kind of jumping in on the live you haven't seen it. If you're curious what Laurie Sites has got going on, you go to ZenRabbit.com. You can find her on all your social media. Zen Rabbit's on all your social media. Spelled just like it sounds. Seitz is spelled S-A-I-T-Z. So, but and jump on and check out what Laurie's going on. But how do we make that shift, Laurie, from you know the cookie lady? Look, see, this is that, why I,
1: everybody I, called I, me that. That's this right. Is why I
0: love my Nathan. Nathan and I are, are <laughs> because and I gotta give Nathan a quick shout out. Nathan reached out to me the other day, and he'll correct me on the number, but I believe he's down a hundred or hundred and twenty-five pounds. He's lost. Wow. Um, he's lost almost what I was at when I went to boot camp for the Marine Corps, uh, as an entire person. So I'm very proud of your brother. Um, and as we always say, someday I'll teach you how to draft for fantasy football. But and he's gonna say something nasty here in a minute, but uh, <laughs> but how congratulations do congratulations
1: go- on that? That's an awesome accomplishment. It really is. That's a mindset. Really, change. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, he sent me a message the other day, he's like, Man, I can actually like cut the grass and, and not feel like winded. Um yeah. love that dude. So, but how did you go from, like I said, the cookie lady to a different kind of gratitude and getting into podcasting and getting into it all how did you shift that mindset for yourself?
1: Yeah. Well, it was really difficult because when I shut down that business, and just to say, when I was running that business, I was doing a lot of presentation and speaking about gratitude and how to use gratitude in business and why it matters and all of that good stuff. So I was already on the topic of gratitude. Uh, But after I shut that business down, it was really difficult because that was my identity. That's who I was. Like There was no distinction between
0: 100,000 Yeah, that, wow.
1: That's, that's an entire person.
0: I, I was 127 when I went to boot
1: camp.
0: <laughs> so he lost me. Yeah. Good job, Nate. I'm proud of you, brother. So so you were already talking about gratitude. You're already in that piece.
1: Yeah, and then when I shut that business down, it was like, okay, well, who am I now? Because the I my whole identity was tied to that business.
0: 11 years, that's a long time.
1: Yeah. And, and it was everything to me. Like I put everything into it.
0: So I guess this is one of my curiosities. So, and I know we're, get, I'm jumping a little bit here when you, what was that? And I don't want to dig, dig at a scar here or nothing, but what was that like sh- telling yourself? Cause I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't like to lose. I am a horrible, horrible loser. Listen to me. I am the guy who like I have to be mentally okay with losing at a situation. So shutting down something like that, I I don't even know how I would do it. I'm almost speechless even trying to say it. Um, What was that like to accept or even finally tell yourself like, Laurie, it's time.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, probably a good six months before. I shut it down what really got me thinking about oh, i really need to do this i need to do this i need to do like working up to it was my friend christine had said to me this is like watching you in an abusive relationship damn yeah she's a good friend
0: yeah, that, <laughs> like you
1: called it like she saw it that, that's rough yes and like I said, it took me a good, at least six months to process that and work through that and go, yeah, she's right. It's not getting better. Like there isn't anything that I can do or say to make this better. And so let me cut the losses and move on. However, to your question, I mentioned I'm a marketer. I have a background in marketing for a million years.
0: You are <laughs> I, not, a, listen to me, folks. I, don't look mm-hmm. Laurie up. She does not look like a million years old.
1: Thank you. Uh, but a very long time in marketing and I couldn't market my own damn business. So how, yeah, that had took me a little no. while to process.
0: Do you, do you think it, because you, I, I'm, I'm sticking with this one for a minute, because this is very interesting to me. Do you think you couldn't market your business because you thought you knew better than anyone else would know about your business?
1: Possibly. I mean, Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, know yeah I know
0: my business. You can't tell me about my business. So you didn't have a coach.
1: I did have a you coach. Had, he, but here's the thing.
0: You didn't have I, a marketing I, coach. I had
1: a couple of coaches. Oh, okay. And one of them actually has a saying that I still remember. It makes me laugh. Like, if you don't succeed, uh, try doing what your coach told you to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean –
0: get you one of those that that's what that gets but i mean that's that's interesting because i i'm i'm hearing this like you couldn't market your own business at that time and you survived the the 2007 2008 economic shitstorm i mean you you made it through that
1: yeah well you did,
0: Lori? you did like there that- was
1: a lot of debt
0: now, Nate's got a Nate's got an important question. What's your favorite cookie?
1: The gratitude cookie. The gratitude
0: cookie is your favorite. It like no matter what, like that's the cookie.
1: That is the cookie. That anybody who's ever had one will tell you that is the cookie.
0: Do you know what one of my favorite? Uh, we're making a left turn right now, folks. Y'all yeah. know I make left turns. Do you know what? I was just telling my pastor at church about this. Do you want to know what one of the greatest cookie? Other food combos in the world is. I love, I'm going to tell you what it is. Cookies so and I pretzels? love, oh no, I love shortbread cookies. Okay. Girl Scout shortbread cookies are amazing. Don't know none of the Girl Scout cookie names and everybody's like, oh, this is a blah, blah, blah. Take the Girl Scout shortbread cookies, use them as a spoon for cold vanilla pudding.
1: I could see that,
0: Lori. This is just glorious when you just scoop out and then you bite the cookie.
1: Yeah, glorious. Yeah, the little chubby
0: kid inside of my soul is like, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This mm-hmm. all day. So let me get back on track because chubby, <laughs> chubby. So kid you
1: think. would love gratitude cookies. I would.
0: I'm a cookie guy. I'm a such a. I a love cookies. Like I, I'm a, I might
1: I have, have to make like, you some. They're very rare. Very rare occasion that I make them, but uh, maybe.
0: So like I just had over the weekend, talking about church again, uh, we had like at, in the evening, the, the youth group did uh Bible Jeopardy, which I learned stuff that I never knew. Like they're like, yeah, Andrew was the first disciple. I'm like, really? I thought it was Peter. He's the only one I ever talk about. But um, we're going through it, and somebody made oatmeal cookies with butterscotch chips in them oh yeah i'm like <laughs> and i love oatmeal raisin cookies
1: mm-hmm. and i'm
0: like these are oatmeal cookies but there's no raisin i'm like what is that i was like y'all messing with the game you're changing yeah. the game oatmeal it-
1: chocolate chipper a close second for me oh, oatmeal chocolate
0: chip so good. but my favorite uh, I, again I, if it's just a regular cookie like somebody's making cookie, i can't be stopped with peanut butter peanut butter oh, yeah Like, and it has to have those fork marks on the top that mean nothing to the cookies. (laughs) It does not have those fork marks where somebody's like hashtagged the top of a cookie. Yes. Like that must be there on that cookie. And I love, like, that's another one. I'm trying to think. Like, I never got into like, the people are like, snickerdoodles are amazing. I'm like, I don't know.
1: No, no, I went down that. I'm like, yeah, they're okay. They're fine.
0: Uh, I do like the, the You're short.
1: are fine. Bread.
0: Fine is a four-letter word. Fine is a four-letter word. <laughs> and if you like to find more out about fine is a four-letter word, you can find Laurie's podcast, which is fine is a four-letter word. We bring it all back around because that's what marketing does for us is yeah. they know how to bring it all back around. But I do like the shortbread with the raspberry in, in the middle of it. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what those are called. But so so we get in. I'm moving forward because I'm all <laughs> far left today. So we're back onto this. We're we're doing our thing. We're, we're, we're going to make a shift. We've shut down the, the, the bakery. We're not making cookies anymore. What, you know, And this kind of goes into that coaching piece for you and that, that gratitude. When you started telling people, hey, I've shut this down, but now I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to start doing these other things. What were some of the reactions you were getting?
1: Uh, a lot of people were really disappointed that the cookies were going away because they love them.
0: Right. Okay. Just
1: not enough people love them or would pay enough.
0: (laughs) I'm glad glad you love them so much that I have to shut my doors. When was the last time you bought a batch?
1: (laughs) Right. Pretty much.
0: Thanks. I'm glad you love them so much. When's the last time you bought them?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I I went back into – did some consulting for a little while before I figured out what I was going to do next for entrepreneurial venture. And I started teaching networking strategies actually. Okay. Because when I started the baking company, I had to learn how to network effectively to walk into chamber meetings or conferences or whatever and find clients and find referral sources and find vendors and find, you know, um, strategic partners. But I was, you can see this on my website, on my about page. I was a super shy kid and walking into a room full of people where I don't know anyone was very intimidating. So I had to learn how to do that when I was running the baking company. I know nobody who meets me now is like, you were shy. I'm like, yes, but I was like that. And once in a while, depending on the circumstance, I can still feel really intimidated walking into a room where I don't know anybody. So I created this course, uh, called confident connections to teach people how to feel Confident, comfortable, comfortable, confident, and courageous at networking events. That's actually the name of the book I wrote. So that was just getting traction, and I started doing some speaking around that and working with teams and individuals and stuff, and then pandemic. So no one's going to any events. We are. (laughs) So now what? Okay. Now I come back to the whole gratitude thing. Because someone asked me to do uh, when we were just at the beginning of lockdown, someone asked me to do a presentation on gratitude and uh, an online presentation, and that brought me back around to talking about gratitude, creating gratitude meditations, customized gratitude meditations that I create, and um, and then uh, shortly after that, I started thinking about the whole podcast. Like I, so I went to school as for a broadcast. Oh, really? A podcast major. Yeah. Start my first two years. Yeah. Uh so I was always interested in TV specifically and some radio. I do have some on air radio background. When I was living in South Florida, I did some on air radio. But uh, so the idea of a podcast to me it was like, yes, how do I? But I didn't know where I fit in. Like there's thousands of podcasts oh, and crazy. what to not to like tear myself down or beat myself up. But like, where do I fit in? What do I have to say that's different? And, um, it was actually our mutual friend. I think you're the one who introduced us, Donnie Bovine.
0: Oh, Donnie,
1: Donnie, 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 he's Donnie was,
0: here. he's been on here a couple of times.
1: Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah. So he was running a podcast course. And he's like, come on in, jump in, you know, do it. It's like, I think it was eight week course. And the idea was that by the end of the eight weeks, we'd have podcasts published up and running. Yeah, that was very ambitious, but
0: (laughs) I'll have to tell you in a minute.
1: Okay. Yeah. But five months later, I did have a podcast up and running though. The fine is a four letter word. So uh, yeah, it wasn't eight weeks, but five months is still pretty quick to have a concept, to have a artwork, to have everything in place. And that will, we're coming up on two years in May.
0: So if you look at how every one of my shows are named, it's because of Donnie. Okay. Um, I used to think that I needed to have all these cool kitschy names. Like you said, like I make great cookies. So like I would change the name, like amazing cookie show and think people would be interested And Donnie's like, that's stupid. I'm like, And both of us being Marines, I'm like, screw you. Why is it? (laughs) And uh, he's like, because that's not how people search up podcasts. They search it the same, the way they search uh, on Google. He said, so change the name. So at that point I had like 60 or 70 shows done. I went back and changed the name of every single show. Wow. We put them out. And then
1: you had to change the names in the URLs too. Well,
0: what's nice. I use Podbean, So all I had to do was change the name in podbean and hit the button and when they all refreshed it refreshed with the new names. Okay. And it's a very powerful tool. I have one show that the girl is amazing her name's Jennifer. She's a great comedian local to Albany. Her episode from a from 2000 from 2021 still gets at least 17 to 20 downloads a week because it's called How to Write a Joke. Mm. And I think people Google that and then that pops up and they listen yeah. and and they just grab it. But it's very interesting that that's what you did. But you talk about five months to, re- to start a show. Uh, Father's Day 2021, my wife gave me my kit. I plugged it into my computer. A week later, I published my first episode and just figured I'll figure this shit out sooner or later because I had a friend that that did it for 12 years and he would call me up and be like, Dude, your show sucks. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why did you not call me and ask me for my help? I'm like, because I just wouldn't figure it out. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I—that's how I figured it out. Was just, just going at it. So now you have the show, fine as a four letter word. It's been going on for two years. Um, I know we're kind of we've talked about it and kind of bounced into it. And again, folks, if you want to know more about what Lori's got going on, ZenRabbit.com, just like it sounds, is where you can find everything she's got going on. But what it like, how are when's it getting published? When are we able to hear it? And what is, you know, I know we talked a lot about gratitude, and I want to know what your definition of gratitude is. I know I'm asking a lot of questions,
1: mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I
0: want to know what your definition is there. But how often are we publishing and we can see these episodes?
1: Publishes weekly on Thursday morning. So, new episode coming out tomorrow morning. And, to uh, with me, aren't you?
0: Because mine comes out tomorrow morning too.
1: Ooh, oh. well. Thursday mornings, wow. I will say that the episode that published last week is probably one of the best I've done yet.
0: Really? Who is it with?
1: Yeah. It's with Leland Holgate Sr. and Leland uh, former military. It was Air Force. Okay. So give him a Force,
0: time. we can't fix him. Chair Force, we can't fix that.
1: <laughs> well, wait until I tell you. Now you're going to feel bad about saying that. But Yeah. <laughs> So Leland was on his way to becoming a special forces and was on R and R and was in a boating accident and he was dead for almost four minutes. And when he came back to life, he was quadriplegic. Welcome back to life. And he used the military assigned him. This is amazing to me. They assigned him a physical therapist who was a Yogi. And really? Yes. And this person taught him breath work. Like that, yoga is really about the breathing. It's not about the mm-hmm. position so much. The it's wave. about the breathing and the the breath work. He with about took him about two years. He has full functionality. That was in 1999. Today he's fully functional. You would never even know unless you hear his story. Wow. That's and cool. so yeah, and so now he has a course and he teaches breath work to veterans and spinal cord injury. Uh, Patients,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, and if he was special, I will give credit to the Air Force. A lot of Marines we pick on the Air Force because they don't even actually get real rifles in boot camp. Um, and it's scary. <laughs> it's scary, you don't even get a real rifle, but their PJs, of jumpers, yeah, are one a level. All at, like it's the only way I can describe it is like you just went from T ball to uh playing for the houston astros in a matter of weeks that's that's what like joining the air force is like hey look i'm in the military look at me and now i'm gonna go be a pj and those dudes are badass they're like yeah they're on a different like they jump behind enemy lines to rescue down pilots on teams of two If folks you don't know about this you look up pjs those dudes are a level of badass like you think everybody's like look i like the shields are amazing yes yeah, yes they are they're great Go look up PJs. That's a two-man team going to rescue one pilot and trying to get out of Dodge. They're pretty much badass upon badass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he was supposed to come back from R&R and start training for that. Wow. Uh, So he didn't get to do that. But that's where he was headed. Um, But yeah, the whole thing. So anyway, it was just a great, great interview because I love stretching people's minds. Because most people would say – quadriplegic you can't heal from that. In fact, that's what his doctors told him.
0: Right. Yeah, no, you're you done. You need to
1: learn how to deal with this, dude. But it's a lesson not just because he was able to do it, but anybody is it's a mindset change and when you do these exercises, so meditation is part of it, you can heal yourself of things that are supposedly incurable.
0: I mean the the body is an interesting animal. Like it's It creates new pathways. Yes. Things like the neural pathways will repair themselves. They will change. Um, It's you talk about, and I'm a big fan of yoga. I used to love to do it. And that whole American work schedule got in (laughs) the way of it. Um, But there's a, there's a guy who um, he was a jumper, like jumped out of airplanes, you know, uh, 82nd airborne. And after so many landings, he did so much damage to his body. He was on those crutches where like they, they attach to your arm Yeah, right? yeah. and he reached out. Do you, are you a wrestling fan, Laurie? Are you Not really. Fans? Do you know yeah. Diamond Dallas Pages? Do you know that I, name? I've heard of him. Okay. Well, he's now, a, he's a yoga instructor.
1: Really? And, wow. Yes, he, that he left seems wrestling. unlikely.
0: Right. Like the most <laughs> unlikely of people, but he's like a big time yoga instructor now. And he reached out to him and was like, Hey, look, I need your help even if it's just so he started sending the guy videos and now he's completely able to walk run the whole nine yards and it was that motion of kind of stretching breaking the scar tissue down getting it out of your body getting your circulation going it's a very i'm a big fan of, of all that that's awesome so what yeah. we, we go, please.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, so it all ties into rewiring your brain is what you were talking about, which is what meditation does, which is what gratitude does. These are all methods for helping to rewire your brain. And when you want to change anything in your life, physical, mental, emotional, it starts with rewire, rewiring your brain.
0: Absolutely. And Nate, I would love to have DDP on the show. Um, Cause I have other questions. Like I would love to know about the whole nineties, uh gimmick he was doing with his wife who was a pro wrestler that would be amazing to me and i'm not sure who you mean by fluffy i'm not sure who you mean by that you have to tell me who that is but we're gonna get right we got to kind of start bringing it back in you know got to close the bar up here soon so any big speaking engagements any big things coming up where if somebody wanted to find you or or talk to you where they could find you at
1: they can find me at zenrabbit.com, which you've been mentioning throughout the show. Yeah, I, I don't have what anything.
0: I'm pretty good at marketing. You are. I can say the shit a lot.
1: Yes. It's awesome. Uh Yeah, I don't have any big speaking engagements coming up, but if somebody would like to offer me one, I am totally open.
0: So, well, I mean, oh, Gilbert Iglesias. Oh, that's
1: cool. I didn't know he was working with him.
0: Oh, that that fluffy the comedian. Girl. Oh, that's
1: yeah. I would have not put that together. I like, put
0: that <laughs> together like yeah. But so now you talked about speaking engagements. What you know, if somebody did come out and say, "Hey, Laurie, we'd love to have you come out for a speaking engagement." What can they expect out of one of these?
1: Yeah, they can expect me to talk about the power of meditation and gratitude. In we well,
0: didn't uh, answer that question. What do you define as gratitude? Oh, what if,
1: you didn't answer that. Yeah. Okay, sorry, we got carried away you on some carried other away. topic.
0: I yes. told you we make a lot of left. <laughs> right. A lot so, of left turns at this bar.
1: Gratitude is it can be defined in so many different ways, but it's a it's a vibration, an energetic vibration. So we live in this universe, everything is energy. You, you know, I'm gonna get maybe what you you might call me a little woo-woo at this point. Come but on, hippie. I like so, it. There's solid science and research behind this. Okay, so just know that. Um Energy as an energetic vibration. Gratitude, love, and joy are the highest energetic vibrations you can get to. So when you are in that place of feeling gratitude, people ask me, "What does that feel like?" Feels like joy. What is it? What does it feel like when you are uh, like for me? One of my most favorite things is sitting around a fire pit, maybe oh. with a, a you know a drink, a glass of wine or something with my friends. There you go. Laughing our asses off. And if you stop in that very moment when you are laughing so hard that you're crying, that's joy. That's gratitude. You can feel that like, oh, my God, I am so grateful to be here in this moment having this joy. That's awesome.
0: I think we, you know, you the, the, you just said it. Joy in this moment. I think we miss that so mm-hmm. often that we're we're worried about the next moment. Yeah. That we lose this moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you can stop yourself, anybody who's listening to this, if you can stop yourself in that moment, the next time you're in a place where you just have that feeling of so much uh like happiness, joy, just a good, good feeling. And just stop for a second and go, ah, oh, this, this is what it feels like. And then when you aren't in that moment any longer and you would like to raise your vibration, you want to get yourself into a place of feeling good. Again, you think back to that and you go, oh yeah, that's what it feels like.
0: I love that. Wow. That's, I I definitely, I, uh, now that you're explaining, explaining it in that way, you know, cause I, initially I'll be honest, I was thinking, well, gratitude, being thankful for what you got, but yeah. Not so much that momentary, like I'm here, this is good, let me enjoy it before I'm worried about the next moment. Because I think we worry a lot about, this is great, this feels good, what's going to crash it?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're so worried
0: about what's going to crash it.
1: That feeling is way more, a thousand, a million times more important than writing five things in your gratitude journal every day. Like it's a chore.
0: Yeah. I, do you do journals? I can't do that. I don't, stuff.
1: I, don't. I, I, I would like to, but I just haven't been able to make myself do it.
0: It sounds good. Doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. Which is why I mentioned like a lot of people gratitude journal. I got to write my three things. It becomes a chore.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Like I know I've mentioned our, my church, but I think it falls very close to they do home church and they say, Hey, what do you what do you feel blessed for today? You know, what was your blessing this week? Yeah. I think that to me, you know, just flipping it. Hey, what are you grateful for this week? Find mm-hmm. just one thing. Don't worry about like, oh, it's like you said, oh find three things to be grateful for. Yeah. My kids, my family, my job. Yeah. No.
1: Wait. Yeah. See what it is. That's right. Cool. And what could it be? Like maybe it's somebody opened the door for you. Like it doesn't, but it, it's not always the same thing. Like my kids, my family, my job, my, my, you know,
0: the cliche shit. It's just, yeah, it's, it's right. cliche.
1: but what can you find in every day that like, what happened today that you could be grateful for?
0: I'm going to flip it on its ear for a minute. Maybe this will be one for you. How did you make somebody else grateful for something?
1: I don't think you can make someone else anything.
0: Oh, okay. Come on.
1: We are responsible for our own feelings. So whenever somebody says he made me mad, mm -mm, you chose to accept to be mad. I can't make you anything. You choose that yourself. That's on you. Okay. We could do a kindness for someone. There you go. And we could feel good ourselves about doing that kindness for them but we can't make them feel grateful for it. But that doesn't, that even if they don't feel grateful for it, we can feel good about having done a kind deed.
0: Providing that for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got somebody hanging out with us. Sir Lancelot live. Uh, L's characterized by the, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, brother. I appreciate you. Glad you found us on Twitch. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Because I love Twitch because people just show up. (laughs) Bromansky. I like your name. That's a great name. Uh, We got just two people randomly popped up on Twitch, and I love Twitch. Twitch is like, see, that's, look.
1: I know nothing about Twitch. Sorry.
0: Listen, Twitch. uh, Oh, shit. Everybody's showing up on Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) Twitch, Twitch just blew up for me. Uh, I love Twitch. I think so where podcasting was five years ago and it was like this this medium that had been around for a little bit and people were just starting to realize what it was and then people were getting into it. And then when they realized that it's actual work to do a podcast, this is like episode 172 or 173 for us. We've been at this for a while.
1: Yes. People are like, meh.
0: Twitch is that next level i know many music artists that that's how they're getting their name out that's how they're pushing it so that people know who they are because that's that's their next platform is twitch okay uh highly recommend if you're not on it it's a younger it's a younger crowd a gaming crowd Mm -hmm. but twitch is pretty amazing uh we use twitch to spread the good word about El's Pit and the power they
1: the
0: I have no what that is. But go either. with it, brother. Get at it. But but Twitch is actually a, a great, great uh I look, I have I'll look up what L's Pit is, just gentlemen, because I have no idea what it is, and I appreciate <laughs> you hanging out with me. So I'll look it up. Um uh, my kids are very involved in Twitch, but that's that's next. It's owned by Google. Um, okay. Yeah, it's the next thing as so, in
1: everything. It's good
0: God, don't they? <laughs> Did you? Oh, God, we could talk a whole no, other I, we're not going there. You could go there. I would love to hear your thoughts on Capitol Hill for today. When uh, the guy from Starbucks, the former owner was like, we didn't break any laws. We just crushed the unions like, OK, I always when everybody people talk about bad about unions, I'll throw this out there. This is my two cents left turn for a moment. Do you know what the first state was that? said, hey, you don't have to join a union to be part of a work, that right to work. Do you know what the first state was to do that?
1: I'm, I'm going to take a guess that it was Maryland.
0: Nope. It, 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 I'll put it this way. It's the most impoverished state in the entire country, has the lowest education level in the entire country. They are so broke as a joke in this state that they don't know what to do. And there's great people. One of my closest friends is from there, but it's the bottom of the barrel and they did this back in the late 50s early 60s that's how early they did went after unions think about it now think about it so so there you
1: go mississippi louisiana or alabama
0: mississippi Uh
1: uh-huh
0: mississippi was the first state to crush unions mississippi sits at the bottom of the barrel on everything yep i don't know i'm not a math genius but so we're going to get ready to close this up. That's some, We'll something. leave
1: other, everyone to their own conclusions we'll on that.
0: that. one. Just sitting there hanging, hanging in the air for a moment, folks. But look, go check out Laurie sites, go check out Zen rabbit, Zen You can find Laurie on uh Zen rabbit underscore Zen underscore rabbit on Instagram. She posts good stuff there. You can find Laurie on LinkedIn at, at Zen rabbit or at Laurie sites and sites is S A I T Z folks. Uh, phonetically Sierra Alpha India Tango Zulu You can find her over, over there Check what Lori's got going on Listen to what she's saying Be gracious for the moment you're in Be happy with what you have at that moment Before you worry about what's going to come crashing into that frame And change things up for you If you're finding us through Laurie, and this is the first time you found, give us a like, follow, share. All those things that you think is cliche, like, oh, God, here it goes again. Listen, nobody knows what Laurie's got going on if you don't do that. If you don't like, follow, and share what she's got going on, nobody knows about this show if you don't do that. My my guys that just followed up just jumped on through uh, Twitch, I appreciate you so much. You have no idea how much I appreciate the three of you showing up. Give us a follow over there. Give us a subscribe on there. Go find us on other social media. Give us a follow. I always follow everyone back. I think it's so stupid when people are like, I don't follow everyone. Well, you're an ass clown. Go follow people. (laughs) Give them that opportunity. They put the energy into you. You go put the energy into them. We do this every week. Like I always say, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. It's always on here. Next week, um, I'm a big advocate for um jail reform i always have been i think there's a lot of people that are wrongfully accused Um, uh, we have jeff discovic who if you've never found out about jeff there's a uh documentary called convicted on prime go watch it laurie if you've never watched it you you it as a as a parent it will crush your heart to understand that he was 16 when the New York state uh, did him like this, but Jeff's going to be on this upcoming week with uh, Oscar uh, mention. Who's another lawyer and Andre Brown, who was wrongfully convicted. If I remember right, Andre spent like 16 years in jail for a crime. He did not commit was exonerated for it. And again, as they always do, nobody ever said they're sorry. And the people who, who falsely accused falsely in prison mess with evidence, Get away like, my bad, I'm sorry, my fault. They just happened down in Maryland. Uh, Saeed, Ahmed Said is going back to jail for, again, a crime that he was exonerated from. The DNA evidence didn't say he was there. He's getting out. So we're doing that next week. Make sure you join us every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Make sure you're joining us. As we do now, Laurie, if you were paying good attention and you went back and listened to all hundred and some odd episodes of the show, you will know what's about to come up here. The guest always, always gets the last word. So what's the last word for tonight, Laurie?
1: You will always find what you're looking for. So if you're looking for things to be grateful for, you will find them. Didn't if you're looking that. for things did to Did you try be... again?
0: Oh, did I lose you?
1: What was that? Ah. I am still here. And Sean is the one that disappeared. But I can't hear you, Sean, because you're muted or something. Is something going on with your... Oh, no, I wasn't muted. I don't know. Hang on. M- my stuff is still the working. People are still probably hearing me. They're just not hearing you. But I can give you the last word. Shall we do a meditation while we're still here waiting? Let's just do it. You only need three minutes of meditation. I'm back. You're back. Okay, cool. I was about to start leading a meditation. Okay. So my- that was crazy. It, yeah, it kicked you off.
0: My Siri started talking.
1: Oh, I was like, what? I was in the middle of my my last word and I heard something and I was like, what? What? Was, All right. Okay. So do your last words. All right. You will always find what you're looking for. So if you are looking for things to complain and criticize about, you will find them. If you are looking for things to be grateful for, you will find those too.
0: All folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.